0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Ling Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoy with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net.
1: Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton, here's Chris Yao. What's up,
0: Southern Middle Tennessee? It's Friday. You've made it. The end of the week. We are here with high school sports, big NFL news across the way, college hoops last night, big, te- big high school news yesterday. We had a fantastic Thursday leading into what is going to be a fantastic Friday. We welcome you in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. It's uh, it's going to be a really good day. And JP walked in this morning and said, you know, he's in the right mindset, in, in
1: the right headspace
0: this morning. So,
1: welcome in jp for whatever that's worth uh, but yes uh, i'm i'm feeling good it's friday um i don't know maybe it's a good hair day maybe it was i got the breakfast and it just tasted right this morning on the way in breakfast i don't know we don't know what that is yeah. i don't know what that um we will today yeah <laughs> so yeah it's friday i'm feeling good i'm feeling good i'm excited about uh about the day it's beautiful outside uh trying to bring that positive attitude daily the hair does look i'm trying thank you thank you yeah it's a long time coming you said it you you should have seen my 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 barber when i walked in he was like (laughs) what he did a double take he wasn't sure who i was at first did he have to be introduced yeah
0: (laughs) i feel you i feel you
1: well we're
0: going to talk about all kinds of great things this morning we have interviews with chris pointer murray county athletics director in the next segment we've got an interview with mount pleasant executive lead lead principal dr ryan b jackson and new mount pleasant football coach kit hartsfield that's in the third segment today right now though we got some. We had some big news yesterday. Big news in the TWS, TWSAA front. Mo, a lot of chatter about championship venues, and there's been some movement in some sports. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you know. <laughs> Nothing. No. Uh,
2: we talked earlier in the week about the um, state wrestling tournament venues having been somewhat set because the Williamson County Ag Expo will not be available either for the state duels or for the state individual tournaments and so um, those are going to be held at various venues around Williamson County Um, four high schools and a middle school have been identified or three high schools and a middle school have been identified as hosts for um the state duels on saturday february 6th um centennial Nolan'sville, mill creek middle and independence i think will be hosting state duels uh the state individual tournament two weekends later will be held in chattanooga at the chattanooga convention center um that Thursday, Friday, Saturday again. We already touched on that at yesterday's TWSAA Board of Control meeting. It was announced that for the next two years, the state golf tournament will be held at Sevierville Golf Club, which is in Sevierville. Um, which is, really, it, go, <laughs> hey,
0: it's funny, funny how that works, huh? Let me ask you a question about mm-hmm. that, that. Moving it to Sevierville. Now I, I understand we, we've moved it out of this mid-state. Mm-hmm. We're going to East Tennessee. Now, between the Mid-State and Sevierville, there's this little town with a water tower that proclaims to be the Gulf capital of Tennessee in Crossville. Why are we not holding it in Crossville? Same reason you wouldn't hold it in
2: Coleman, Alabama, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I didn't know. I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I mean on, on, on its face that's not a bad question I'm really concerned and maybe as a middle Tennessee resident I'm a little more sensitive I don't know I just think moving events that the entire state is expected to participate in to one end of the state or the other creates an unnecessary burden for some factions and if that can be avoided i think it's a good idea but who am i what do i know
0: i'm okay with that i just i did not understand what the the thought process was if we're moving it to to eastern tennessee and we have the golf capital of the state in between there,
2: why would you not have it? it seems it at the like capital of the state. That would yeah, would be a good
0: place to have it. Now, one, one more thing. That being said, I don't know what kind of facilities there are in Sevierville, but I hear they have very nice amenities.
2: Well, and you know, it's all about the amenities. I was
0: just about to say that because we we have found that amenities for administrators seems to be the key in the bids, not necessarily the. Playing surface for the athletes, and I'm not saying that that's a double plus double thing. That's that's across the the country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it does make a difference. If if the administrators can be have enough space to take care of the logistics, it makes a difference. I'm not saying that that it's that it shouldn't be part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it makes a little bit better bid if you have that. Uh, versus having less of it
2: (laughs) yeah so the golf again is moving to Sevierville for the 2021 and 2022 state tournaments Um, girls soccer is moving from Murfreesboro to Chattanooga for those same two seasons and it appears that basketball which has been held at Middle Tennessee State's Murphy Center for Division 1 Boys and Girls and Lipscomb's Allen Arena for Division 2 for quite some time we will be leaving those venues this year. I don't think either of those is available for pandemic-related reasons, and I think Division 1 is probably going to be held at various high schools around Murfreesboro.
0: Now, they're supposed to have a meeting today about that, from what I understand. I think you're right. I don't think Murphy Center is going to be available. Um, Lipscomb, while they are allowing fans in, we heard uh, yesterday, Right. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily a, a potential venue. So I think what is going to happen is, is basically what happens in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. In baseball, they play at, at the different high schools because, I mean, it's a big tournament. You've got three classes. And, well, and, classes, really. and
2: baseball is just not a sport that lends itself with to one the, venue with our statewide high school setup to to one venue yeah so so you know the times they are a changing thanks covid but i i i would like to think that this is temporary um more so for basketball you know golf and soccer i don't know what's gonna happen past. The twenty twenty two state tournaments for either of those, you know, we'll wait and see. Obviously,
0: that's what I know. There you go. That's what, was, Not what we wanted. That's what we wanted to hear, Mo. That was that was perfect. Well, thank you. Because <laughs> I mean, in reality, it was just about getting that particular information. Now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's just. Uh, so that was the. I think that was the big the big news, I guess, coming uh, out of, of oh, the statewide okay. information. All right. But, locally, and really this is statewide, because this is going to make a huge difference in the sport. Class 3A volleyball. Mm-hmm. As we learned yesterday um, that Brentwood legendary head volleyball coach Barbara Campbell has stepped down uh she battled uh medical some medical issues issues yeah. this year, and uh it, it appears that she is gonna take some time for herself, which she has rightly deserved
2: yeah she's definitely earned it you just you just hate the thought of looking up on the volleyball sidelines and not seeing her um Charles Pulliam with the Williamson Herald last night broke this um thirty three years Mm. She was, um, she was hired while I was working at the Review Appeal in Franklin, which was pre-1990. I mean, that just, I don't know. She's the only coach I can think of that was hired while I was at that post who's still in place. So definitely the end of an era. Um. I was going to ask you what that was the other day, and I forgot to ask you what's that—the review appeal. Uh, That was a three times a week newspaper in Franklin that was more than easily more than 150, more than 175 years old prior to its demise. Thanks, Kenet. Um. So yeah, we came out on Sunday, Wednesday, Fridays. Gotcha. Yeah. Fun deal back when Franklin only had five high schools, when when Williamson County only had five high schools, so, huh? Definitely different times now, but yeah. Um, Coach Campbell led Brentwood to their to its eighth straight Class AAA state championship a few months ago. Um, kind of did her Willis Reed returned to the gym for the finals against Siegel after, like you said, battling some medical issues during the latter part of the season and just decided that it was time to step down. Um, according to Charles's article, one of the top three all-time winningest volleyball coaches in the nation with a state-best 1,765 wins and an 85-plus percentage wins in 33 years, they've made 28 state tournament appearances, 16 state championships, seven runner-up finishes. So, 2018 TSSAA Hall of Fame inductee. So, yeah, I mean, it's not like there's a whole lot out there left for her to accomplish,
0: um, other than going love on them grandbabies. Yeah, I mean exactly. What I mean, what more does she need to do? She needs to do nothing. Yeah. Um so, hey, good for her. One of one of if not the greatest coaches in high school history across this country in, in any sport. In any sport. Period. I mean, you just don't
2: And the thing is, you don't see this a lot. And the thing is, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know, because she certainly doesn't carry herself like that. You're right. You're you're one hundred percent right. So, congrats to her. Um, And I feel like she's probably disappointed going out this way. You know, over you know medical concerns and that kind of thing i'm sure she would much prefer to just have said you know i'm done i'm gonna go and hang out on the beach but at the same time i don't know if
0: she would have that's true so that's i mean it makes a difference oh man so barbara campbell thank you For all that you have done for volleyball in this state and across the southeast, because I, I mean, when Brentwood would come to Alabama, we knew what was coming. (laughs) I didn't necessarily know Barbara Campbell's name, but Mm -hmm. I knew that Brentwood was coming. There you go, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And 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 that's that's a testament to her and what she's done. And like you said, I didn't know Barbara Campbell's name for a reason because she wouldn't care if I did or not. She just wanted the program to be known, and it was. It
2: was absolutely. is
0: (laughs) is yeah. <laughs> next no was to it it is yeah
2: so <laughs> yeah, I, I think the concern is you know just like we've been saying as long as nick saban's at alabama they're gonna be there you know the this, next person
0: keeping it at that level will the, be the best comparison is pat summit because once pat you know had her issues and had to step down we've seen the level of basketball tennessee certainly dip now it's making its way back but it, it has certainly dipped uh, i'm not sure not, last night is any indication of that but yeah. that's another story absolutely hey we got to get to the rundown because hmm. it's maybe this may be the longest rundown we've ever had so yeah let's get into lots it. of information
1: this is the rundown
0: The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty. Bob Lamb and Associates, the voice of the Blue Raiders, also wants you to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local sports in southern Middle Tennessee. License number 339395.
2: In girls' action last night, Fairview defeated Santa Fe 6328 agathos classical 39 zion christian 33 providence christian defeated columbia academy 61 50 and
0: shelbyville 60 lawrence county 50 in boys action it was a middle tennessee christian 52 zion christian 34 columbia academy a 62 36 winner over providence christian coffee county 54 franklin county 33 Madison Academy of Alabama, 55, Fayetteville, 42. It was Lawrence County, 66, and Shovelville, 46. Richland went to Watertown and became 63-58 victors. On the wrestling mat, Summit with a
2: big 65-7 Senior Night victory over Independence. Page, 65, Spring Hill, 15. Page also defeated Donaldson Christian, 78-6. It was Centennial, 50, Ravenwood, 21. Eagle will defeat at Seagull 46-30 and Blackman 42, Montgomery Bell Academy 31.
0: Tonight's schedule on Friday, we have a ton of games. Cullioka travels to Mount Pleasant in 10A play. Hampshire is at Richland. Summertown travels to Frank Hughes. And Community will go to Forest. Perry County will be at Loretto. Also, Giles County goes to Marshall County.
2: Nolansville visits Murfreesboro Central. Eagleville travels to Cascade.
0: Cornersville goes to Fayetteville. And in 8 AAA action, Columbia Central hosts Lawrence County. Coffee County travels to Lincoln County. Shovelville is at Tullahoma. And in 11 AAA, it is Ravenwood at Centennial. Summit at Dixon County. Brentwood at Independence and Franklin at Spring Hill.
2: Also tonight in Division 2A District 3 play Zion Christian goes to Columbia Academy and Christ Presbyterian Academy visits Grace Christian and Huntland and Moore County. Yes, Huntland goes to Lynchburg to take on the Raiders. On Saturday we've got Spring Hill visiting Columbia Academy. Forrest is at Huntland. Siegel goes to
0: Franklin Page is at Nolansville. Over in Lebanon, the Sonic Showcase kicks off at 10.30 a.m., and it's going to be a blast. Macon County and Innsworth girls will kick it off. Then it's Brentwood and Loretto girls at noon. Brentwood and Loretto boys will play right after. At 3 o'clock, Summits girls in Westmoreland will take on. That's a, that's a rematch. I bet John Wilde's looking forward to that. Hey, yeah. at 4 30 it's white county in houston at six o'clock lebanon takes on stone memorial in girls and in the nightcap the summit boys and the host lebanon blue devils Devils. i was gonna i thought that's what they were (laughs) there you go you're learning uh in wrestling
2: spring hill travels to take take part in the sycamore duels saturday morning and summit and independence will both be at the franklin invitational individual
0: tournament all right, that is your Friday rundown brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, choosechip.net. All right, when we come back it's Murray County Athletics Director Chris Pointer joined us yesterday. We will let you hear what he had to say during the Mount Pleasant Press conference introducing Kit Hartsfield. So, a lot of great stuff in this next segment. You're definitely going to want to stick around for it. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Hey, folks. Are you finally
2: ready to turn your outdated kitchen into a dream kitchen, but you don't want to deal with the hassle of a remodel? Call our friends Lynn and Kathy over at By Design Cabinetry in Spring Hill. They have the latest trends and timeless classic looks for your home. By Design Cabinetry is your solution to indoor and outdoor cabinets. Visit them at ByDesignCabinetry.com or call 615 241 1195.
1: school sports here's mo and chris
0: back on southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint as we told you on the other side of the break yesterday after the press conference to introduce kit hartsfield to mount pleasant as the new football coach we got the chance to catch up with murray county athletics director chris pointer and jp was leading the way
1: maurice uh, your initial thoughts on uh, what you heard from uh, dr jackson and from coach hartsfield
2: well i I heard you and clayton saying that it had the feel of a college football coaching introduction type press conference and and in that parlance i would say that mount pleasant won the won the press conference
1: won the presser yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. we hear that um and and absolutely won the presser today uh that i tell you um if they can transfer that energy Onto the field, and there's no reason that they can't. Obviously, the support is there, uh, and and so this is exciting to see if you're uh, a Mount Pleasant uh, Tiger fan.
2: Absolutely, I think it's I, I think, you know, Dr. Jackson made the point that this was their 50th year of football that they just completed, and that they've, you know, not won a state championship, and that that's that's the goal, and and to hear somebody you know come out and say that that's what we're playing for state championships not not region championships not playoff appearances we're playing for state championships we're going to chase excellence we're not going to apologize for that and you know particularly in an academic world where where you do see folks and do hear of folks that don't necessarily want to make that statement we want to be we want to be about academics you can do both well, and 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 I think it's good to hear somebody say that kind of thing. We've got Chris Pointer, the um, Athletics Director for Murray County Public Schools here with us. And, and you know, Chris, I would think that's got to be refreshing to hear. And, and hopefully that's being echoed in the halls of the central office as well.
3: Uh, uh, to your point, Maurice, absolutely. I, I'm excited. Uh, if you were able to be here live for this press conference to hear the words of Dr. Jackson, uh, to say it with the level of conviction that he said it with, you got to. Be- I mean, you, you 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 don't have any choice but to get excited and believe that something uh, amazing is about to happen down here in Mount Pleasant with this football program, and, and not just football. I mean, he what he was echoing was the beginning for Mount Pleasant athletics in totality, the pipeline from the youth leagues to the middle schools to the high schools. All of that that was, was established and talked about today was intentional. He talked about a championship mindset, and he said a line has been drawn in the sand, and they're not going to make any apologies about wanting to be state champions and about winning. And again, to your point, Maurice, we don't get up and do anything else. You can talk about just life in general. If you're not waking up trying to win in life, then you're at, <laughs> you might as well stay in the bed. You shouldn't even get out and try. And so I think with, with, with Dr. Jackson, Dr. Jackson's echoed and, and what he said so very passionately was that they want to win and they're no longer going to apologize for doing what's in the best interest of the students and this community and bringing a winning culture and winning attitude to this community. And I applaud that because that's what I'm about at the end of the day. From a district athletic standpoint, that is the type of energy and the type of uh, standard that is that is that I have set and that is that has permeated across our district and I'm glad to see that that the Mount Pleasant has picked it up and is taking charge with it
2: you know the thing is Chris (laughs) for lack of a better phrase don't talk about it be about it I mean how how does um how does the central office how does the executive lead principal help bring this about besides Uh, this
3: coaching change you talking about the culture you're talking about the I'm talking about gold balls what it well it starts from from our standpoint is making sure that they have the resources that they need, but in providing the resources that commitment at the school level and I think anybody who witnessed it and, and maybe I might have missed them, but I think that the executive lead principal is committed, and so with his commitment I'm committed to seeing that we do whatever we can to see that they're successful, and I think that they're going to exhaust every resource that they can to see that they got a gold ball in here very soon
0: chris you know being able to to get a guy like kit hartsfield to come from a program like blackman to mount pleasant has to be something that people will kind of shake their head at and in maybe amazement so how does this hire at mount pleasant raise the bar for the other athletic programs around Murray County.
3: It's in another stratosphere. I mean, they better take note and pay attention uh, and, and, and have a winning mindset and a winning culture and be willing to do what is necessary to win and win championships. And I think Mount Pleasant has, has uh, you know, took the first leap out there to do what was necessary uh, to see that their programs are going to be successful uh, and bring a winning culture, winning mentality and attitude. Uh, and it takes a commitment to that. Right. If you you you're not going to be successful if you do not commit to that winning attitude and that winning culture, and that winning mindset. And as Jackson, as Doctor Jackson put it, championship mindset.
0: You know, Doctor Jackson, I believe he could run for governor. I'd vote for him in the way he speak spoke today. But uh, he has to be. It, it's it's easy to speak with conviction when when uh, you want when you won, when you won. And, he, and I believe he won today,
3: and this program won, and this county. Yeah, and and, and I'm going to quote him here. Uh, pretty quick, I mean, just just kind of paraphrasing something he said, and he looked at me and said, Chris, uh, am I wrong for wanting to win championships? And I said, absolutely not. And I'm glad that you said that. And I appreciate that, and I respect that more than you know, that winning, right? And it's not just the winning part of it to say that winning at all costs and all we want to do is win. You heard from the coach, you heard from the principal, they are as committed to winning gold championship balls in the classroom as they are on the field and it's all tied into a championship mindset and uh, he's using this football program as a catalyst all
1: right uh mr pointer we appreciate it i know you've got to be awfully excited uh this is something you've been wanting and seeing coming through um and so it's come to fruition uh i know uh under that mask you had a big smile on your face oh man I'm, (laughs) i'm
3: excited man i'm I feel like I'm ready to go play.
1: Exactly. You know what I mean? like exactly.
3: I'm, I'm ready to go play ball myself. You know, so the kids are excited. I mean, we will start seeing transformation happen, and that's what it's all about. Change is very difficult. Uh people that you care about, people that you respect, when you have to make shifts and changes. It makes it very challenging. And uh, I take my hat off for that difficult decision. And and uh it will pay off dividends cuz kids filled. I'm gonna tell you. He is committed, he's fired up, he's ready. You know, he, He's the type of coach that he ain't trying to do a lot of hoopla with the press conference. He's ready to roll up his sleeves and go to work. When, will,
4: when will he start? Do you know when he, he will actually start and be here in the building? He's going to office. the
3: weight room this afternoon. That's that, exactly what he told me.
4: That is fantastic.
3: But like he, he ain't going home to start packing. So
4: he, 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 he has been hired, and he will be in the building starting today?
3: Yeah, he's going to the weight room today, watch the kids work out, He's been all over Mount Pleasant today, shaking hands, kissing babies, been at the elementary school, been at the middle school, been at the obviously here at the high school, preparing for this day. I mean, in Kid Hartsfield during his interview, he looked at us. He said, "I am going all in on this one. I want this job."
4: And, and with the word coming out from the TWSWA this week, I believe he will get to have a spring uh, practice with his team. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. That's huge. That that, that we saw huge.
0: we saw what first year coaches had to deal with this year. And having spring practice is going to be a big help for this, for this program.
4: And I think another thing, too, uh, you know, in making this change, you're going to see the numbers go up as far as on the roster at Mount Pleasant uh, because he's going to hit the hallways. And we're going to be joined by Coach Hartsfield here in just a few moments. Um, but, again, going back to Dr. Jackson's uh, introduction uh, at the beginning of the press conference, I'm like uh, Coach Pointer over here. It made me want to run through a wall. And um, you know, again, him saying he's not gonna apologize for wanting greatness, that, that that's the mentality you gotta have. If you're gonna compete for state championships and that's what this administration down here has bought into, they're gonna win state championships.
3: Yeah, and, 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 and listen, and he he set a very high standard for this program and when you do that you have to achieve exactly what you put out there. And oftentimes we are hesitant to speak that because now we're held accountable to that and, and and I applaud him for raising the bar in this community to set a new standard so that now this institute this school is not going to be held accountable because anything else less than a state championship is a bust
4: coach we know there was tons of people that applied for this job yeah did that the the number did that surprise you the amount of people that showed interest and applied for this position
3: initially absolutely it did surprise me i mean you had over 75 individuals who are interested in this with various backgrounds and state championships head coaching experience coordinator experience college level experience i mean uh you know dipped their toe in some professional experience yeah it was it was a surprise but when you listen to dr jackson speak i mean it's kind of out there in the atmosphere and 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 you you it's not necessarily a surprise anymore. And, and this is, you know, if, you know, if it was a best-kept secret, it's not anymore. It's hmm. out there. And uh, I think people are going to gravitate to that. I think people are going to want to be a part of that. Uh, and it's, it's going to be exciting to watch it kind of unfold.
4: Why is it do you think coaches are so interested in coming to Murray County to come down here to revive these programs?
3: I think because we have something great to offer. I think they know the talent pool that is here. Right? We're very unique in how we're structurally set up between our three standalone high schools, especially if you look at the football structure, right? Because we were at, except for Central and Spring Hill now, we were competing in different divisions, right? We're south far enough that if you t- turn, if you get the program right, you're going to draw kids from various areas, right? You're not in a Williamson, not in a Rutherford, in areas like there where it's saturated. Right. Schools, you know, two miles apart from each other in the same classification, Right, kids are always moving, very transient. So if you can lock down in a good, great, small town atmosphere, you're going to draw others to you and be very, very competitive because your kids are not split.
4: Obviously, Mount Pleasant moves up to two A mm-hmm. uh, this upcoming year. Uh, some familiar foes you see on the on the schedule, uh, and then you look at their non district or non region games. Mm-hmm. You got Columbia Central. Mm-hmm. You got Spring Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about those ball games and. And you know, obviously Mount Pleasant's a two A school. They're gonna be going up against bigger schools, but it doesn't seem to mind these guys. They 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 have accepted the challenge.
3: I think I think that that initial kind of first step, you gotta give credit to Bronson Bradley. You know, he was the initiator of that. He believed that his program can go up against anybody, and I think that's ingrained in those students and hats off to him to wanting to play anybody anywhere at any time. And now the baton is going to be passed on to Kiss Hartfield, who, you know, he definitely is not scared to play anybody at any time or anywhere and will have his kids ready. He's going to put in the work. He's, he, <laughs> I mean, pets, watch this guy. I mean, he's going to probably outwork most anybody, if not everybody. And uh, he's committed. And he's going to build this program to ensure that kids are successful as young men but be even more successful out on that field.
4: When, <clears throat> when you guys had this interview process on Saturday, you interviewed six different candidates. Mm-hmm. What was it about Kid Hartsfield that, that to you said, this is the guy for the job?
3: Uh, he fit. He fit this community. He, his ties to this community, you can see it in his eyes, his pedigree, his background, uh, his experience in the game, and just his, you know, his, how he lit up when he got on that board and started talking about offensive and defensive plays, when you just looked at his resume, it just fit the the, the Mount Pleasant mentality, the Mount Pleasant mindset, the grittiness, the dog in him, the fight, the Tiger, I mean, he fit that. And uh, I think it's going to, I think the hire is going to pay off dividends for years to come.
0: So there you have it. That is Chris Pointer, Murray County Athletics Director, talking about Kit Hartsfield being hired at Mount Pleasant as the new head football coach. When we come back, we'll hear from Kit Hartsfield and Dr. Ryan Jackson from Mount Pleasant on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I
2: are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill, and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
0: When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net.
1: Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris.
2: Hey, welcome back to the auditorium here at Mount Pleasant High School. I'm Maurice Patton, flanked by Mount Pleasant Executive Lead Principal, Dr. Ryan B. Jackson, and the new Tiger King, Kit Hartsfield. Um, Guys, thanks for joining us here for a few minutes. I know this is a huge day for for you, Kit, for for you, Ryan, for this program, for this school, for this community, so congratulations to both of y'all
5: thank you sir thank you
6: i appreciate it
2: um i think the one question that anybody looking at this situation would ask would be this guy's coached at oakland this guy's coached at blackman he's been head coach at blackman at the 6a level three class 6a appearances the uh, state playoff appearances in three years
6: why mount pleasant why now yeah you know it's uh you know, I've known a lot about this, this school and this community for a while and the, the potential of the football program. And uh, I've seen them have some, some really good years in the past and just all the tradition. Um, you know, it's a football-hungry town, and you want to be coach at a place where people love football and support the program. And, you know, it just makes it, uh, you know, that much more fun to be a part of. And, you know, I just think uh, the sky's the limit uh, for this place. And uh, I've had the opportunity to, to watch some film and watch the kids and uh, just made it uh, – a That much more attractive. Ryan, when you all made the decision in mid-November to
2: to move on from Bronson Bradley, who had made four playoff appearances, won 38 and 37 over seven years, I'm sure that you had some idea of where you wanted to go with the position. I would think that a kid Hartsfield, if he didn't check every box for y'all, there weren't a lot left open.
5: No, that's, that's correct. Um, you know, and I even want to go back to your first question. You know, why, why Mount Pleasant? Why now? You know, Mount Pleasant, in, in my humble opinion, I've been here five years. My, five, my fifth year is, as principal um, executive lead principal. We have a campus concept here, pre-K through 12. Of course, I'm based out of the high school, but I lead the executive leadership team here. Why Mount Pleasant? I mean, Mount Pleasant is that Americana symbolism, small town USA. It is a Friday night lights kind of culture. But because of this concept that we have, this pre-K through 12 continuum, because of the advancements of our youth football league program and our middle school feeder, this is just ripe for a championship for success we we knew we had the talent we knew we had the kids and you know n- nothing to take away from anyone in the past but as a guy who commits to to you know working out a lot and physical fitness you'll hit a plateau i mean it's just it happens in life you hit these plateaus we knew we wanted to go to that next level what was going to take what was going to take to get to that next level we needed a game changer we needed a dude you know we needed that person so now you're talking checking boxes Get Hartsfield, check those boxes. Why now, Mo? Because we've drawn that line in the sand. We're calling that line the championship mindset. We no longer make excuses for wanting to be great. We no longer make excuses for chasing excellence. We no longer make excuses for changing kids' lives. It can be done anywhere, but specifically it's going to be done here at Mount Pleasant High School.
2: You ready to suit up? (laughs) I'm ready. <laughs> hey, I'm ready. He's, he's had, had me get... ready for long. <laughs>
0: I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I believe you could run for governor, Ryan, and uh, I'd, I'd vote for you just to just hearing you talk. Uh, <laughs> Coach. He's wh- in
6: charge of pregame speech. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Co- Coach, one thing that he mentioned and touched on, I want to get your reaction and, and just your thought process on how you can take – the youth program, the middle school program, and how do you incorporate what you do as a high school coach into those programs?
6: Yeah, you know, got to be accessible and available uh, to the staffs, uh, you know, first of all, and start to speak the uh, the same language, as uh, Dr. Jackson said earlier, pulling in the same direction, um, you know, building that camaraderie and the relationships there. Uh, I think it's where it all starts. I think all this starts with, uh, with relationships. So when you're talking about getting – into that standard that we want to get to Um, then you kind of just build from there and the excitement and energy and uh, get the community involved uh, you know get get all the teams involved together and make it make it a place that uh that people want to be in a place of destination and and being able
0: to coach once they get to high school and not have to worry about teaching that makes a big difference for you it, it, it gives you a little bit extra time to coach instead of having to teach them how to play football.
6: Yeah, you know, it's huge. And uh, already having that established uh, program, uh, doing a great job, and, and with the middle school, uh, and they're doing a great job teaching them the, the fundamentals. And, uh, you know, when, when they're able to start speaking uh, this language that we're speaking and getting on the same page, uh, you know, it all adds up and uh, nickels and dimes its way up to the top. And, uh, you know, I think it's a huge asset. Huge asset to the program and and to the community, and just being able to rally and support one another. Can I can I jump in just real absolutely?
5: Quick? You know, if if Alcoa is the standard, and I mean that's that's the perennial powerhouse, right? That's the you know the Rankin vision. I mean, just just the machine. So if that's kind of the model, I mean that's the gold standard. I want to shout them out. That's most definitely what we're chasing. You know, but here in my world, when we take it to a micro level. You know, our our sister school is Summertown High School, okay? That's right. I've battled against Summertown now for five years. We've had some epic battles. And when I get beat by them, when we get beat by them, I'm tired of hearing, well, you know, they start them so young in Summertown. I mean... (laughs) The thing for us is that's that's true. It's true. Then we're going to have a pipeline where when we start crushing them, they say, well, you know, in Mount Pleasant, man, they start them so young there. I mean, I'm just not going to let Summertown continue to run away with that particular part of the model. We are establishing this pipeline. It's formidable. You know, we had Coach Bill Marlowe in the house. He's president of the Mount Youth League football program. DJ Skinny's his running mate there. I mean, they've done an incredible job back-to-back super bowl championships in that Pee wee league it's an amazing thing they got going with the success we've had at the middle school now with our new coach here at the high school we just believe it's all possible
2: you know kit coming from the background that you come from i'm sure you've coached with some great guys you've um obviously got some name recognition out there on your own that kind of thing how do you feel like that helps you as you get ready to
6: try to assemble a staff down here yeah you know it's uh you know, opened a lot of doors uh, from when I started at, at Riverdale and was able to go to college and come back to Oakland and a, a big network of, of coaches and uh, you know being in Rutherford County you have to travel to play uh, a lot of games and so you meet more people and meet more people and so it's allowed me to build a lot of connections uh, in all areas of the state uh, so you know if, if I don't know someone directly they, there's probably a connection there somewhere in the middle, a middle man there and uh, been able to use that and uh, reach out to some people and start gaining interest and uh you know there's a lot of interest and there's a there's a lot of a lot of guys a lot of applicants out there and a lot of potential and i'm really excited about
2: how soon do you expect to have those guys in place
6: well uh you know it's everything's you know it's tied to teaching so you can't move as fast as you want uh it's just january right now um so we'll you know we'll we'll have some positions open hopefully and uh you know i've kind of got a list of, of those guys and what subjects they teach and so it's more to it than just saying, "Hey, come on!" Uh, but you know, before spring practice for sure, we'd like to be fully, fully staffed and uh, ready to go. When when do you plan to have spring practice? Uh, you know, typically pretty late uh, in April, late April, uh, in May it gives those multi-sport guys a chance to finish up track or or baseball. Um, you know, so we kind of carry that over right into the summer and build off that uh, what we've just accomplished
5: in and the I, spring. And I will throw Coach Hartsfield uh, some props here. Or er, he got here a little early today, so we took him to the middle school. We took him to the elementary school. At the middle school, we were able to pull out some of our eighth graders, and it was it was nice being able to come to step back and watch him in his element as he uh, as he was communicating already, casting vision, you know, for these eighth graders that were going to be coming up. And specifically, as some of the kids went back into class, you know, one kid was, was held back behind that Coach Hartsville was having a conversation with. He's a strong baseball player, he's a tough kid. And, you know, listen to Kit encourage this student about his love for baseball and other sports and how that can transition into success on the football field. I mean, he's a guy who gets it, you know, the small-town environment. We're going to have multi-sport kids just because of our size, but he understands that and was using that as leverage to get this kid excited about his success on the football field because that's one of his charges is growing the team too. I mean, we want to see our team you know, expand, not just win championships. We want to grow the program, period. Yeah, I'm a
6: team guy. You know, I'm there for all the sports. And <laughs> I, I want them all to play everything.
2: That's fantastic, particularly at this level, I would think. Ryan, um, in years past, a lot of the coaching, the football coaching staff here at Mount Pleasant has been made up of non faculty guys. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: that goes, and I think I know where you're going with that, Mo. I'll, I'll, I'll interject. You know, that's why the decision, the timeline, mm-hmm. you know, that was one of the things I talked with Hughes about earlier you know, in terms of the process and the timeline, we don't want to be reactionary. I mean, we want to be as proactive as we can be. So giving ourselves enough time on the front end, boom, phase one, complete. Now we can move to phase two, which is surrounding this person with the kind of, you know, coaching staff that we know that he's going to need. So we'll have to look at the availability that we had. As he said, it is tethered to people in the classroom. But as of right now, we know we're going to have – some things available, right? And as those things start to crystallize, you know, he will work with us hand-in-hand hand throughout that process. So the goal would be, Mo, to be very direct, mm-hmm. is to get as many of those people in the building. That's the championship mindset. I want these coaches wrapped around our kids, not just meeting them at 3 o'clock in the field house. I mean, this needs to be living, breathing culture in the building.
0: Finally, Coach, one last question before we let you go. Uh, you know, this is Mount Pleasant. It's not too far from home. And I'm sure that played a little bit of a factor into wanting to be in this area. Do you feel like this is a place that you can spend your career, become a Mount Pleasant legend and name the football <laughs> field after you and all this, that, and the other? Or, or is this a, a place that you want to you know, maybe build something and move on?
6: I, I, I envision Mount Pleasant as being a place that everyone else would want to be and a place that you wouldn't want to leave. There you uh, go. <laughs> you know, being at home uh, – you know that that's fantastic and you know it 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 makes sense for us as an entire family um you know I've been a lot of been a few places great places I've played against a lot of other great places uh and Mount Pleasant can be it can be in the conversation you know as far as classification standard and 2a with with those those Trousdale counties and Marion counties and Megs and and all those places so uh you know when when you got a place like that people typically don't don't want to leave so that's what I'm planning on doing there it is kit hartsfield
0: big news there he doesn't he wants mount pleasant to be a place that you don't don't want to leave leave. so thanks to and that's not just for coaches right (laughs) thanks to to coach hartsfield and to dr ryan jackson for their time yesterday and uh, on the other side of the break we are going to talk about uh, last night's season opener up in Nashville, Bridgestone Arena, the Predators, and uh, we'll talk some college hoops, NFL coaching, and more on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint.
2: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao.
0: Welcome back in on Friday here in Columbia, Tennessee. Five minutes past the 10 o'clock hour, and we have a lot to talk about because last night we got a chance to see Juice UC Soros get the start in the net for the Nashville Predators on opening night, something we had not seen before. And I think it's um, safe to say that he is going to be the guy in 2021. Uh, The positive is the other guy ain't bad. (laughs) You know, he only won a Vizina two years ago. No big deal. You know, as as we
2: talked to Teresa Walker earlier this week, I think you have to be concerned because I, I would think Pecorino, as you said, two years removed from a Vizina trophy, still feels like he's a quality goalkeeper in the National Hockey League. Um, and And I know he's always going to say the right things and all of that, but at the same time, you know, that... To me, that opening day goalie is sort of like your opening day pitcher in baseball. There's something that goes with that. And it's not a five man rotation in hockey. Well, it is this
0: year. That's the key. Is that because they're playing games so close together, you're not gonna see goalkeepers. You're gonna have to you're gonna see a lot of backup goalkeepers this year. Whereas in the past, there might be five or six instances where you play Friday, Sunday, or Thursday, Saturday. Um, you're going to see a lot more of Thursday, Saturday this year with these back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. So, also, Pekka's 35. He just had a kid. He's almost ready to retire anyway. He's got a good contract. <laughs> There's that, a
2: huge difference in almost ready to retire and retiring, and I'm just not sure
0: that Pekka sees himself, as you just said, as a backup goalie. Well, it's not going to change anything this year. He's not gonna go ask for a trade and if he did uh, no, he's not no, no, gonna no. get it. No so
2: no, I mean I think he's here. I just think well, and what I was getting ready to say maybe gotcha. You may have just answered it. I think long term it may not necessarily be in everybody's best interest. No, I I, I, absolutely. I, I think I, I think I think the chemistry of the team might have been in better hands had Renee started last night. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. With a lot of the new faces, I'm just not. Sh- I'm not sure um, what what that means mm-hmm. for this team. Yeah. Um, obviously, the last couple of years, I can see. You know, with the the core of players they had from that Stanley Cup run, and Pekka being the Vezina Trophy winner the next year, as the Preds were the number one seed and all that, but. <clears throat> Again, I don't think it. It doesn't change anything this year. Mm-hmm. I think you say is is the guy going forward anyway. Everybody knows that he's the number one guy, right? So I don't think there's anything to be worried about if you're a Preds fan, because at this point, we have moved on from Pecorino being the starting goalie for the Nashville Predators long term.
1: Well, you knew at some point it was coming. Right, and this is the perfect situation to slide into this way because Peck is still going to get to play a lot. Oh lot. I mean, it's and and I heard somebody with the Preds, whether the coach or the GM, say, you know, they're one a one and one a. I mean, they're they're almost interchangeable. This statement to what you mentioned, Mo, about uh, UC uh, getting the start as the lead guy into this conversation the guy going forward is the right move and you have the luxury of having a guy like pekka i think the um the locker room is in a good enough state i think you've got enough leaders that that's not going to be a problem i don't think pekka is going to make it a problem i think he's a good enough teammate at least what i've seen in you know in his history and as a pretz fan Quite the contrary to any potential worry, I agree with you. I think you should be ecstatic. I think this puts the Preds, from a goaltender's perspective, probably in better shape than almost anybody, anybody. in the NHL. If, if you've got guys like you, at State least for the regular season. And, and Rene, yeah, for regular season. Playoffs a different story. It is. Playoffs a different story. You know, you, you got to have a hot goaltender, mm-hmm. and you can ride that in the playoffs. But regular season this year, the way it's structured – To get to the playoffs and to get home ice advantage, the Preds, from a goaltender's perspective, are probably in the best, uh, one of the best, if not the best, position.
0: Well, I lobbied two years ago for us to play Winnipeg on the road uh, four times, and we (laughs) lost four to three in all four games at home. So... (laughs) I think I think the team who is the higher seed should get to choose whether or not they want,
2: home, Whether, <laughs> no, whether, whether, ice whether they want home
0: ice. <laughs> they should get to choose. That's right. There, with
2: a couple of years ago, I, I suggested that maybe the Preds just turned down power plays.
0: Yeah, right. so, it's okay. we <laughs> no, all right. Good. Put, yeah, him, good. put him back. We're good. Yeah, we can't score against four. We need five. Hey, yeah. Matter
1: of fact, bring a sixth one. Bring another one. Yeah, come on. We like a little challenge. We'll take one off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give our guy a rest. Go on.
0: Yeah, we score a lot of shorthanded handed goals. Oh, man. Uh, you're right. But so last night, got uh, got the answer. I, I asked Teresa Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is Luke Coonan going to be a, a you know effective enough? Is he going to be the guy? And uh, in the second period, he gets his first Preds goal, the first Preds goal of the season, ties the game. And uh, at that point, at the second intermission, there had been very little help from Philip Forsberg, who got a tripping penalty in the first. Um, Ron Johansson and Victor Arvidsson, all three really weren't uh, giving you what they would normally give you. And as I tweeted, if they're not giving you what you expect and we're still tied, I'll take it. <laughs> and, and then – Scoresburg, yep. shows up, and that's all it took. Got it up two one, and then the the late empty netter, uh, big win for the Preds. And and again, like like we said, it's a weird year because you know you come back tomorrow, you play at seven p.m. against the same team at the same spot at the same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you know, it's likely you're going to see um, Rene in goal.
2: You would think. I like the fact that they scored three unanswered after getting down one nothing.
0: I'm so tired of being a, f- a fan of teams who give up the unanswered after scoring. Ah, so frustrating. So being on this side of it is really nice. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Big, nice open. Yeah, I mean, you know, John Hans getting uh getting off to a good start. I think um, you know he's. He's been uh, a constant in this, and you know, since Lavi was let go, you've got you've got a guy who has experience, and John Hines is probably one of the the better uh, motivators from the box. So. Really, really, the Preds are in a good spot this year. I really think they're in a good po- position.
1: Uh, that's interesting you mentioned about the motivator from a coach. In professional sports, uh, not necessarily the same, but the you know what we see, the difference between pro and college. College, you motivate your players. Pro, they should be motivated because they're getting paid. You don't motivate them. I think we're seeing a slight shift towards coaches – coaching more like college in the pros in terms of feeding off of that energy, feeding off of the motivation. And those that adapt to that, to what you just mentioned, might have an edge as you move forward. We're seeing a lot more younger coaches in the professional ranks. And, you know, the loosening, at least in the NFL perspective, of celebrating after touchdowns or after big plays – in a positive manner, of course, not taunting, but in a positive manner. That whole idea of fun, energy, playfulness—maybe a guy like that is the right move moving forward. Is there anything to that? Do you guys think?
0: I, I think so.
1: I mean, you have to be able to. We talk about Nick Saban adapting throughout the years. He's adapted his offense. Um, I think he's adapted and his defense. Yeah, and I think he's adapted just his approach. He. You see him smiling a lot more now. He's winning as much as he ever has, but, you know, he's always won. But you see him smiling more. I think he's having more fun. Um, I think there's that that image um, of having fun in the uh, in the higher ranks that I think, I think is beneficial.
2: I think it would do a lot of people good to realize, you know, as Bobby Johnson so famously said, it's not rocket surgery. I mean <laughs> – you know, you're getting paid to play a game. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, you're not splitting any atoms. You're not saving any lives. You know, there's nothing wrong with enjoying it.
1: And, and two, through the pandemic, with so many sports and athletes that did not get to play, I mean, nobody was unscathed to some degree. The simplicity of just going out and playing, the ability to go out and play. And have fun and appreciate that I think has come to the forefront, which I I think it's refreshing and and I like it and and I think moving forward that is a that is a way to go.
0: Just watch Little Big League. <laughs> the Twins started winning when they started having fun. As soon as they started playing, run around, Sue. That's right. Everybody, everything was good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, a weird night last night with the uh, the crowd or lack thereof. Had I think they had like. Twelve hundred in Bridgestone,
1: which is just
0: insane to me.
1: And nobody in the lower level, right? Uh, they had a few people. Did they above uh, where those um, the tarps? tarps were?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I know the six police officers from Christmas Day. Oh, good. We're in the building. Uh, a couple other first responders and um, a couple of forensics
2: specialists or experts cool. or whatever that were involved in. Some of the aftermath um, investigation, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, were also recognized.
0: So, so yeah, big big night uh, for for the Preds three one winners over Columbus, and they take on the Blue Jackets again at Bridgestone on Saturday night at seven p.m. You can catch that probably on FS Tennessee, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If- for a fact but that's probably where it's
2: at I'm looking at the Preds website and yes it is on FS Tennessee which since we are both Hulu subscribers we
0: don't have we don't have, have yeah i'm no longer a hulu subscriber after this month i went ahead and canceled that because i got to find somebody who's going to give me fox sports well so and, i can watch the braves uh, and, the preds.
2: and that there's there's the issue right
1: there i mean i was like the preds the braves no 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 no, <laughs> no. i mean there's and, that and line in the sand
2: there there it is thank you ryan jackson was yeah Dr. jackson and um and there's likely an expletive in front of that no so
1: so have you found something I
0: have not. Uh, it, it appears that the only way you can get it... He ain't got to go home,
1: <laughs> but he can't stay here. It appears
0: the only way to get it is to
1: have traditional
0: cable. Um, really? Or satellite. So, i got to figure out something So, what you're else. saying is Fox Sports and, and Xfinity are in cahoots now? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Man. So, it's unfortunate. Uh, unless, uh, I mean, if that's what you want to do, you got to do it, but... If you want the Braves you can either buy mm. cable or you can listen to WKRM. There you go. Right. 103.7. <laughs> 1037 cuz lock it in,
2: rip the knob off.
0: <laughs> are I was, there not
2: are there knobs anymore?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. You got to push the little push the button, button and pull the button out. Yeah. So All right, real quick before we take our first break of the second hour, we still have to talk about the playoff, NFL playoffs, NFL coaching uh, stuff. Two two announcements.
2: Two announcements. One one, expected.
0: One rumor, pretty heavy. Um, Just go ahead and give you some scores from last night in college hoops. Belmont, an eighty-eight to sixty-seven winner over Tennessee Tech. Tennessee Tech. Falls to one and in six in the OVC, one in thirteen overall. Belmont has won ten straight. So I will say this though. Kudos to Tennessee Tech. They actually outscored Belmont in the second half, 46 45. That's how bad they were getting beat in the first half. <laughs> Grayson Murphy with 14 points in that one, and we know Grayson Murphy. Yeah, we do. So big big uh big night out of that young man. Um, also in OVC play, Jacksonville State defeated Tennessee State uh, 65-64 as Brandon Huffman got a layup at the buzzer to get give the Gamecocks a win. They improved to 4-2 in the OVC, 8-4 overall. Tennessee State drops to 1-5 in conference, 2-7 overall. Moorhead State, an 87-61 winner over Eastern Illinois. Uh, there were some women's basketball in the Southeastern Conference last night that I know of. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe Alabama went uh, to Starkville and huge comeback for the Lady Crimson Tide as uh, they got the win at Mississippi State 86-78 behind Jordan Lewis's 22 points. Uh, Vanderbilt fell to South Carolina, one hundred six to forty three. Mm. Uh, Corey Love had an eighteen in that one. Um, Say that one again. One hundred six to forty three in forty minutes of college
1: basketball. SEC. Yes, they're supposed to be uh, counterparts. Well, on the same playing field, if you're not,
0: they are counterparts. One is on one end, uh-huh. the others on the
1: other. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
2: LSU. To be to be fair, just a second. South Carolina does this to a lot of folks. Oh yeah, yeah. This is not.
1: They're they're the new Connecticut.
0: Well, kind of, but they're actually
1: not even as close to Connecticut as they could be. They were fifth ranked heading into this one.
0: Uh, There are some. Yeah, there there are some other very good teams in the Southeastern Conference, including Kentucky and um, Texas A&M. A and M. Fell last night to unranked uh, LSU, though, in overtime in Baton Rouge, 65-61. So, uh Uh, uh-oh. Mississippi State was also ranked 14th, and Alabama got the win there. 17th-ranked Arkansas, an 84-80 winner over Florida. Lady Vols at home fell after leading by as many as 17 last night. The Lady Jim Dogs.
1: You know, I heard that was the first time in 25 years that Georgia had won in Knoxville.
2: That sounds right. That wasn't
1: 96. Um, it just goes to show you how long it's been since Georgia. Because Georgia was, at one point, for a long time, um, top at, five program yeah, in the country. It, at
2: one point, it was like Tennessee, Georgia, and everybody else yeah. when it came to the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: And. Yeah, not so much anymore. But Georgia 67-66 winner over Tennessee last night. Missouri eighty-six. Ole Miss seventy-seven. That was at Ole Miss. And then Kentucky Auburn was postponed. So Yeah, I mean To be you know, to be as fair as possible, you know, this is a It's an interesting year for Division one college basketball on the women's side in the Southeastern Conference because they are very good. Con- Connecticut's still very good. It appears that Connecticut, uh, with all of the cancellations, that it's very possible that Gino Ariema, if he were to beat Tennessee uh, in their later their scheduled game later this month, he would pass Pat Summit at Thompson Bowling Arena as the all-time wins leader. Wow. Or not all-time wins there, but he would pass her for second. Um, yeah, on behind, the list. I'm sorry, Tara
2: Vanderveer. Yeah, yeah. And that you, would be a tough pill to swallow if he gets that
1: win at TBA. See, I think it. If on the it's, floor name for her, yeah. I
0: think if it's going to be anywhere, I think it should be there because I don't think there's anywhere else in the country where it would be as appreciated, appreciated, and as revered as doing it in her house. I know that sounds kind of, it's like, man, you, you're, going, you're going to disrespect her in her house, but it's not really disrespect because Gino Ariema is one of the greatest coaches of all time, and it's not a disrespect. I think it's respectful. Didn't
1: they – they had an up-and-down relationship, right? That's a well, good way to put it.
0: That's because Gino's a
1: – Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's from Connecticut. But I, I,
1: mean? I still think they both respected what they the, did as the respect The respect was the profession. always there, yes. Yeah. I I I agree with you. I I think that would be a very fitting way to acknowledge it because you're right. Nowhere else will it be more revered. It would just be a
0: thing that happened. Mm -hmm. But if it happens there, it it really one it shines a light on Pat again and what she did for the sport. And I think he would tell you that too. So. You I know, think you're going to have emotional. a tough time selling that to UT
5: fans, <laughs> but but
2: I see I see what you're saying. I don't necessarily disagree with it. I just think for this fan base, that would be a really tough pill to swallow.
0: You're probably it would, right.
2: It would kind of be an insult to injury thing. The reality of it is, if he doesn't get it there, he's going to get it somewhere.
0: Right. So that's why. Yeah. It should be there.
2: And it, you know, they play in the AAC. I mean, it would be better there than. At Houston. DePaul. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Although DePaul's pretty good. I watched them the other night. Anyway. All right, let's talk NFL on the other side of a break. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
2: Are you finally ready to turn your outdated kitchen into a dream kitchen, but you don't want to deal with the hassle of a remodel? Call our friends Lynn and Kathy over at By Design Cabinetry in Spring Hill. They have the latest trends and timeless classic looks for your home. By Design Cabinetry is your solution to indoor and outdoor cabinets. Visit them at ByDesignCabinetry.com or call 615-241-1195.
1: High school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today.
0: Welcome back in. We approach the bottom of the hour and ten o'clock hour here. We come to you from Columbia, Tennessee, on West 7th from the TriStar Sports Radio headquarters. I'm Chris Yellen. Mo Patton with me, JP Plant on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint.
1: Um before we get into something else, I I, I don't know if you want to mention this, but I think it's appropriate. Uh, I knew I was feeling good today, and I just got confirmation that things make sense because what was brought into us, brought to us uh, here in the studio, by the chicken man, he actually brought chicken, chicken. not sausage, not sausage, not cookies. Chick- <laughs> the chicken, chicken man brought chicken. The things chi- make sense today. Folks, January fifteenth, they made sense today, at least here in the dimple of the universe,
0: and I'm happy about it. Yep, I'm really excited to try these JJ smoked wings. It's funny because I actually, we, because we did, you know, we we talked about them on uh, Wednesday. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, Julie, the owner, her son, I I DJed her son's wedding. Okay, and his wife Destiny had posted about the smoked wings on tuesday and i mentioned them to mo and said hey you know we got to talk about this when we do our promo Mm -hmm. and she mentioned them again on wednesday and so i commented on her facebook post and i was like hey we talked about this on the radio today and she was so excited and i said wait 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 they pay us to talk about them on wednesday (laughs) shh
1: Don't and, give him uh, a cigarette. Away. Right.
0: <laughs> and I said, I said, but we probably would have talked about him anyway. Oh, about uh it.
1: Well, you guys don't promote anything that you don't believe in. <laughs> hey, that's the truth. There is that. I mean and
0: and, and that's that's truthful. And I believe in JJ's bar. <laughs> now I'm not had I, their I, smoke. I wings believe yet. we've not been
2: there
1: often enough.
0: That's what I believe. But do you, do you guys watch the blue collar comedy tour? I believe <laughs> <laughs> We've not had the smoked wings yet, but we may in segment six Mm. give you Mm. an honest reaction Mm. and just review it on air. I like it. Okay. Now, these smoked wings actually are not dry, these actually have buffalo sauce on them. So they smoke the wings and then they put the buffalo sauce on them. Yeah, that's what the chicken man told us. So I'm curious as to how this works. I, I mean, I like a dry smoked wing with maybe like some dry rub on it but i'm you know i'm okay with it so let's uh let's push it out here
1: and uh well you know the chicken man is a traditional traditionalist when it comes to chicken yeah to chicken for the most part except for some places he will go with the boneless the chicken nuggets yes (laughs) (laughs) they're not they don't appear to be
2: heavily sauced
0: no 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 they're 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 you know they're not gonna be anything crazy so next segment, stick around because we're going to give you an honest reaction to JJ smoked buffalo wings. Here, I'm excited about that. How's
1: he aroma, Mo? Can you smell a little? Uh, oh yeah, little little wood fire.
0: You know, what I, I think it kind of gets lost a little bit.
2: The, yeah, with the, that, the smoke does in the buffalo sauce. So. But
0: if you can taste the smoke, you should be able to, with that yeah. buffalo. Mm-hmm. You should be able to. I think it's going to be really good.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing about that smoke; it doesn't go away. The the flavor. Got a lot. once of you smoke it. meat. Yeah. So okay. So we, na- we now
2: have a six segment. Then that we have we a didn't six have. segment,
0: and let's talk about uh, some some football as new football coaches abound. Mount Pleasant, Jacksonville, <laughs> New York, New York slash New Jersey. Um. It was announced officially, as we talked about. Urban Meyer is now the official head football coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguar King. The Jaguar King, and I don't. We we've talked about what they're going to possibly do at the quarterback position. It's going to be a lot of fun to keep to keep an eye on that. Uh, I really think it's going to be fun to keep an eye on that. Also, an official hire. The New York Jets of New Jersey, <laughs> like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, uh, they hired San Francisco defensive coordinator um, Robert Soleil, Soleil yes, yeah. could not think of it, <laughs> and uh, I think that's a good hire. I, I think a a defensive guy they they need some help in that area I'll, I'll be curious to see what they do at the quarterback position um, with a guy who's worried about defense are they going to try to protect sam darnold or are they just going to move on hmm. it's an interesting question
2: um and they've got what the number two pick is that what we said they have the number two overall pick that's correct so they, they will have options any of them all but one all but
0: one (laughs) all the options except except one one. yeah so i'm just curious if you know what the the thought process is here for Soleil, you know if is it going to be you know defense hey let's build this defense heavy and try to go win a super bowl with a defense like like baltimore like baltimore or uh tampa bay or do they try to go and you know, create an offense.
2: I think it's like you said, it comes back to how much they believe in Sam Darnold. Because it's a quarterback driven league. So you either gotta have a quarterback or you better be able to stop a quarterback.
0: I think Darnold is as good as I guess the you know, he he's within the I think he's within the eight to twelve range. Of starters? In of the, starters in the NFL, which is – I mean – And it's you not – I think he's that high? I think that's, the, I think that's the, the, the ceiling for him is my point. I think he has the ability – You don't think he's there right now? No, but okay. I think that's where kind of – he's, he's going to be kind of average, you know, maybe even 12 to 15. But as a guy once told me, um, there are 32 starting NFL quarterback positions – at any given time in the entire world, there are 11 people who played at a high level. At any given time. That means that 21 teams probably don't have a very good quarterback. Of course, good, good <laughs> is relative, but yeah. High level mm-hmm. is what he said. And by high level, I assume he means the Mahomes, the the Brady's the, you know, that that sort of thing. Guys
2: who have either played in a Super Bowl the or have been level. very close. Yeah.
0: And done it consistently. I mean, anybody can can go to a Super Bowl and win it, Brad Johnson.
1: Um Trent it's, Dilfer. Wow. Does wow. Tannehill play at a high level?
0: Yeah. I, I think Ryan Tannehill plays at a high level, but it's because he's had good protection. I think Sam Darnold could be a Tannehill type guy with the right type of line. I think Matt Stafford would be a better quarterback if he had time to, you know, be a quarterback <laughs> instead of playing with broken ribs. So th- that's kind of the the situation that I think the Jets are in. I think what they need to do is shore up an offensive line, go build their defense, and let the rest kind of play out it, play it itself. It's a theory.
2: It's
1: the idea about a defense in this offensive uh, mind frame or era of the NFL, I think, is good because it's an outlier. Because if you have a really good defense, think of how far ahead you are of everybody else from that perspective. And and when you're when you're different than everybody else in something, I think that puts you in an upper echelon. Um when it comes to a competitive balance.
2: Well, and not only that, but if if you're that good defensively, then obviously it takes pressure off your offense. Mm-hmm. So, Correct. So you don't have to be necessarily as good, as efficient, as productive offensively.
0: I mean, do we really think that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl
2: win? Well, it certainly depends on who you ask. Well,
1: well he led them to a Super Bowl.
0: Did he, or did
2: Soleil's mm. defense? Mm. This well, is
1: my key, my mm. question to you. I think Rob. Oh, he's got some talent. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. My my point is he's better than Brad Johnson, don't
0: you think? Is oh yeah. My my point is Brad Johnson is, is, stay catching strays.
2: Yeah.
1: What's
0: up with y'all?
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or she would say Trent Dilfer since he's up the road.
0: Uh, I my point is that <laughs> San Francisco was so much better defensively than the rest of the NFC. And that's that's what I think
1: the Jets are kind of hoping for is to be
2: You can get by with less at quarterback if you've got a stellar defense. That's correct. Anyway.
1: All the more reason to get a stellar defense because the whole point of this conversation, there are only ten or eleven in the world that are playing at a high level. And odds are you don't have, you don't one, have of the, one of those. So Get you a good defense. You have a
0: one in three shot of having one of those. Exactly. So, build something else. <laughs> That's right.
2: Or it might be easier to build a great defense than to. I think it's definitely easier than to get find, a great quarterback. Uh-huh.
1: I think it's definitely easier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch. I, I will be curious. Um, it's also going to be interesting to watch about four hours down,
2: twenty four seventy five. Which is the route that it sounds as though Arthur Smith might be taken? And he's going to take a ride
0: in Chattanooga. Yep. Head south. Yep, seems so. I mean, all even,
2: indications he, are that he is the Atlanta Falcons' choice. Yeah,
0: he's even canceled his trip to Detroit. Oh wow! Yeah, I had a can second you, interview. Can can, him, right? can can you blame
2: him? It's cold up there. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, it's true. I'd cancel
2: a trip to Detroit, mm-hmm. too. Especially in January. Yeah, no doubt.
1: <laughs> Where's Arthur if from? If you were interviewing
2: him in May, might be different. Yeah. Well, considering his dad is Fred Smith, the founder of Federal Express. Oh, um, I that's would, right. He is a Tennessee. I, I, we talk about that. I would assume that he's from the Memphis area. Uh, yeah. Southern boy. He, yeah. he he was born in yeah.
1: Memphis. Absolutely. Atlanta, Detroit. I, right. Mm-hmm. When he went
0: to uh, Georgetown Preparatory School. Georgetown Prep in DC. Georgetown Preparatory, uh, Georgetown Preparatory oh, prep. School is uh, in Bethesda, Maryland. Yes, it's in DC. Oh, that's where oh. he. That's where he played huh. his high school, or that's where he went to high school. Wow. But he was born in Memphis. Yeah, thirty-eight years ago. That's crazy. Where did he go to college? Uh, he went to um, North Carolina. Play ball, I assume. <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> He did not play. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, he was a guard at North Carolina. A guard. Okay. He was a guard. Was well, offensive lineman well, again. Mm-hmm. We talked about that the other day about what position makes the best head coach. Right? Guards really do make good coaches because the way that guards have to know every guards and centers mm-hmm. have to know every single protection because guards are a lot. They pull a lot, and they they have to. They're not as Left tackles and right tackles—they have one job: take the quarterback. <laughs> right. The guards—they're the ones who make the run game work. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think he'll be a good—he's—I he, um, think he'll be a good coach. Um, I'll, I'll be interested to see how it works out for him as a head coach, because uh, obviously he was—he's uh, he, coached with the Redskins. He was a defensive intern, and admin assistant in 2010 for Ole Miss. So I assume that was with Hugh Freeze. Which makes sense with the Memphis connection. So, and then he's been with the Titans since 2011. It's just, I really felt. Oh, like, his Wikipedia already has him as the Atlanta Falcons head coach. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> wow. All righty then. Wikipedia's on it today. Wikipedia breaking news, huh? <laughs> I don't think that's official. Oh. Yeah, but it's pretty but close. it's
0: wiki official, huh? Uh, that
1: that's yeah, that's more of a 2020 thing. I thought we had gotten past that type of thing. 2021. No, right?
0: man. Wikipedia people changing Wikipedia pages is like the greatest thing ever. It can it it gets amazing. Um so yeah. Arthur Smith probably going to be the next head football coach in Atlanta. Here's
2: Georgia. what's odd about that situation. There's a number of things thought about it. But um, the Falcons also have a GM spot. And it would seem to me that you would announce your GM before you announce your coach. Or at best,
0: announce them at the same time. I think. At worst. I think you need a head coach to tell you what is my philosophy before you go get a GM to build that team. So you're going to build what is my offensive philosophy? Well, it's Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Let's go get a GM who understands how to get a Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Does that make sense? You don't want a GM who who believes in the air raid,
1: or you get a GM and the GM hires the coach that builds right. that philosophy. You can it's, do it either way. Yeah, to your point. Yeah, you can do either way. Um, it 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 seems on paper that since the GM is the typically it, the higher up, mm-hmm. um,
0: it would seem to me that you would build it from the top down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they haven't found a GM that they like as much as they like Arthur Smith as a coach. It's just
1: odd to me. But but to your point though, if if Arthur's the guy first, then yeah, they yeah. better <laughs> you
0: better find a GM who believes.
2: They in better sit system.
1: down with Arthur and say, okay, who do you want?
0: Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, in the interview process, you know, what what is your what is your
1: philosophy? Yep. Isn't so, uh, that just a
0: bad precedent,
2: though, when you're asking mm. the coach, who do you want as GM? I don't know. Ask Bill O'Brien.
0: How about me? <laughs> <laughs> I got an idea.
5: <laughs> anyway. Isn't that a bad idea? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's
0: take a quick break. When we come back, we will rank the remaining head football coaching vacancies. And and rank these chicken wings. And rank... These smoked buffalo wings from JJ's Barbecue on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned.
2: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
0: When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net.
1: tennessee sports today the sports talk show you've always wanted yes it is
0: because it's not just sports talk it's food talk Mm. it's everything talk we don't care we are just here
1: Uh, and it's friday
0: too it's friday we ain't got no job (laughs) we ain't got to do so i'm eating wings today Mm. (laughs) yeah
1: yeah this could be a regular friday segment It's better than stealing boxes. Yeah,
0: exactly. What you gonna do, build a clubhouse? (laughs) Oh, man. Mm -hmm. This this is it. It It's gonna be movie quotes and a food Mm -hmm. ranking every Friday.
1: Seriously. Yeah, it's perfect. This is perfect. I have one request. Just watch the microphones Mm -hmm. as as you're eating. (laughs) Are they gonna do a trick? They might, yeah.
2: So what you're saying is you don't want us getting buffalo sauce on the... Windscreen filters? I
1: would prefer, yes.
0: Ah, these are like 30 cents apiece, man. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> hey, I, I'm scrolling through Twitter, as one does, and <laughs> the Atlanta airport, so random. I'm standing beside Ric Flair. I looked, and he said, yeah, it's me. <laughs> nice. We talked while... <laughs> We talked while walking to my flat. I told him how me and my mom watched Wrestling Faithful, and he was one of her favorites. I called her, and she freaked out. He's really nice. It's nice to hear when your celebrity heroes are nice.
1: It really is.
0: Because uh, you hear many
1: times. It's not the case.
0: Most of the time, it's yeah. not the case. So... <laughs>
1: yeah, it's me. That's hilarious. Ooh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway. So, Jimmy
1: Puppet said, I heard I was back in town. Mobile native, Jimmy Buffet.
0: Buffet. Like Phoebe? Yes. (laughs) Hey, if you're out there and you're my age, uh, don't name your kid Phoebe.
1: (laughs) Apparently, this is a thing. (laughs) What's wrong with that? It's just a weird name. I don't,
0: To I don't, you, I don't want to have to call it or write or try to remember how to spell, how to spell, it, it. spell it when I'm writing yeah. it in a story 10, 15 years from now when they're scoring points in a basketball game. I don't want to be like, how do you spell Phoebe again? Consecutive vowels kind of throws me, I think.
1: It's not it's just O-E, that. right? Also, It is O-E. Or that's how I would yes. envision it.
0: P-H-O-E-B-E. B-E. Yeah. But then you've yeah. got, you, you you know you've got uh, people out here naming their kids uh, Marley L E I G H, and I'm like, all right, listen, L E I M A R L E I G H Marley. Mm-hmm. Spell your kids' names. Marley. Right. Yes, spell your kids' names right. That's all I'm asking. As a as a sports writer, it's very difficult if you don't spell your kids' names right. Anyway, yeah, if
1: you're thinking about them being uh, an athlete.
0: It's very helpful for yes. us. <laughs> well,
1: pick, see, pick an easy spelling. This,
2: I have to, you know, full disclosure here. My daughter is Brandy. B-R-A-N-D-E-E.
1: And it was my idea. Okay,
2: so,
0: you watched Cheers. So
2: No,
1: man, that was just... So what was the uh, thought process for the double E? I liked it. Just something different? Yeah. You know, listen, I'm not a parent, and so... Far for me to say anything about how you should name your kids. Well, I think you should name them how you want to. No, I, I'm with. If that's what you like, go for it. Um, but, but don't get upset if it gets misspelled. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, you know. People say, "Hey, I don't care what you say about me in the newspaper or just, online, as long as, you, long as right. you spell my name and say it right." Yeah. Well, if you, if it's spelled. Oddly, don't be shocked. That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
0: So it's uh, the reason I said that because on episode two or three of the first season of Cheers, there's a there's a blonde woman who sits at the bar and her name her name is Brandy with two E's. Like yeah. that's how she introduces herself. And then Coach picks up the, a bottle of Brandy from behind the bar and yeah. goes, "Oh, huh, they spelled it wrong." <laughs> so that's why. Anyway. Wow. All right, we got like six minutes, so <clears throat> I think before we do anything else, we should talk about some wings. What do you say? Before, yeah, before you before spill you them spill on the yours, floor, yeah. Man. I have to go home and change clothes. <laughs> all right. So first of all, Mo and I are flats guys. JP over here chooses drummies. Cool. Then we works work, out. We, we work out. It's well. like having friends who don't like pickles.
1: Exactly. All right, uh, Chris, you going first? I would think we all should just let's Well, just uh, dig in. Somebody we go. can't all three of us eat at the same time because right. this is a talk radio show. Is it? Yeah. I mean, just all right. Listen. So Mo just took a bite. Here He's we go. chewing. Chris is going for it. Oh, he goes halfway deep mo goes from the side angle. All right, uh, first flavor comes out, Mo, you've had a couple of bites. What do you what are you getting? You definitely got the smoke. Okay. Well, that's good because we were worried. Positive. You're worried about the smoke being covered up by the uh, buffalo sauce. You
2: definitely got the smoke. And the buffalo sauce isn't heavy Right You know So it doesn't cover the smoke up
0: It's just spicy enough Like I said I think there's a dry rub on here Mm -hmm. You can tell there's a dry rub on here And It's not too spicy Yep So I mean First bite If I'm doing a a bourbon type Kentucky chew I'm going to do a second bite And then tell Mm -hmm. you what I really get
1: cleaning that bone yeah working on the flat
0: that's really i mean that's as solid of a chicken wing as you're going to get for a for a smoked wing with a sauce on it
2: i will say that if i were getting smoked wings i probably would not get sauce on them but i agree that said this is not bad at all because i mean again you do still get the smoke and the sauce isn't overpowering.
1: I, I think the the best case get them dry and a sauce, sauce on, on the, the side mm-hmm. to get that little little taste. If, you, to, want a, if, if you, you want if you want the extra flavor, but yep. the dry
0: rub is really good too. Uh, I'm going to give it as it sits. This is not how I would order it, but as this sits, if I were going to order it this way, this is an eight out of a ten. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a, an eight. As good of a wing as you're going to get uh, in this town. Certainly. Uh, JJ's nails it just about every time. They, they don't do very many things wrong. And I'm going to take a
2: wild guess and say this isn't the last time we're going to have these wings today.
0: Today. That's right. Because Chicken Man only brought us eight. Well, there's three of us, so we couldn't have three each.
1: <laughs> so we got to figure out something else. That was the, um, the chicken tax.
0: So what, kills you, what kills you, though, It's the same thing as the bread. Three people at the table bringing you four pieces four rolls. of bread. Four rolls. Come on now. They're that, trying to start fights at the table. You know what that is? Trash can Trash juice. Trash can
1: juice. Um,
0: <laughs> it's annoying. Is one of we, the we've ends. got
1: two and a half minutes left, but um, I'm getting a lot of spice yeah. on the back end, on the very back end. I mean, And I think you're right about that rub.
0: The the rub is spicy mm-hmm. enough.
1: Yeah. At a nice, heavy, spicy rub, smoke to mild it out, and then a little sweetness with the buffalo sauce. It's solid. There you go. Let's rank those coaching openings. Can you tell I watch the Food Network? All right, we have we
0: have four coaching. We're going to knock out the Falcons. All right, we're expecting that's Arthur Mm -hmm. Smith. Top four, you've got Philadelphia, Houston, Chargers, Lions. Oh God! Top from from top to bottom, who's the best job? Ooh, I know what the best job is. I can tell you, it's Houston. It's Houston. And it's not close because you have the best quarterback. But but do you?
1: Well you gotta go with what's there now, right? Houston's, heard the, this best job.
0: Houston's the best job because they have the best quarterback. Okay. But that's the, the that's worst fair. job is Detroit because, well, it's Detroit. Well, is the worst job Detroit or is the worst job Philly? Uh I think you have a lot of options in Philly, and I think you gotta go get a quarterback. I don't think Jalen Hurts is the answer. Carson Wentz is definitely not the answer. So you got to go get a quarterback,
1: and you're in a bad division with a great opportunity to exactly. win. Exactly,
0: the NFC East is not good. So I think they would probably be number two for me, and then the Chargers are number three.
1: Yeah, I can live with that. Look I'll, at us I'll in agreement.
0: Concur. Yeah, look at us in agreement. You know what that means? We got a minute left to eat the rest, the last uh, chicken wing that we have. So, <laughs> man, this is fantastic. You should get some wings from JJ's. This is great. Mm. Yeah, so Friday, come out to a uh, high school basketball game if you can. If you can't and you're not a family member, then uh, watch it. Listen to it right here on WKOM. Summit will be on WKOM. Summit goes to Dixon County. That's correct. Lawrence County is
2: at Columbia Central.
0: Which will be on KRM. Listen to it right here. We appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back with you on Monday at 9 a.m. 9 to 11. Check us out on the podcast if you missed any part of today's show. SM-GN Sports Today, wherever you get your podcast. Also got Spring Hill at Columbia Central tomorrow. Don't forget that. All right. It's the weekend. For Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, I'm Chris Yao. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay cool, Columbia.